G'day, Dominic Barfield here, and this is the RVC Clinical Podcast. Thank you for listening, and thank you for subscribing on your smartphone or generic troop-based device. We're really grateful for you taking the time to download and listen to this RVC podcast. And we didn't ask for much in return, though we'd be really incredibly grateful if you could pop to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave us a review. Obviously, a five-star review would be great. Um, and uh, we had one recently, I think on the just on the 12th of December, CBD on the move uh, from... Scamal Sapir. So listen to this on the morning commute. It's great. More ophthalmology, please. Well, we'll, we'll try and uh, help you out there at uh, at some point in the in the new year. But many many thanks for that that review. Obviously, it helps um, getting this information out there to the people who want to listen to it. So if you could take us take a couple of minutes out of your time and leave us a review um, on whatever uh, platform that you listen to this podcast in, that would be great. So today, uh, out of the studio again, but uh, sadly don't don't have any uh, um, any any guests with us uh, with us today. I think everyone's uh, building uh, uh, building uh, massive uh, amounts of food or trees to uh, to consume at this time of year, as as you know. And what I probably thought uh, would be quite a, a a thing just to go over would be just to talk about the toxicities that uh, um, that are going to come across over over the next sort of few days. There was a, a short communication um, by a number of authors like Noble Newman, Wyatt Radford, and, and Jane's in the uh, in the veterinary record this this week, um, and talking about the heightened risk of canine chocolate exposure at Christmas and Easter. And obviously, there's a a, a Christmas surge, um, and uh, and then a little one at Easter as well. Probably what I wasn't aware um, as far as the uh, that as far as the percentage or or the uh, the number of cases of acute intoxication that are are from chocolate it's actually quite high so twenty five percent so one in four uh, acute presentations of intoxication in the UK and Europe are from are from chocolate. I thought it was high in in the UK, but uh, um, but at least now we have a, a little bit of, of figures from that, and obviously those are the ones that are that are reported. So chocolate's not necessarily any different to any other sort of toxicity um, that, uh, that that you, you, that we all treat. And I suppose that chocolate toxicity, as we know, results from uh, the methylxanthine theobromine present in cocoa beans. So it's all really to do with the amount of cocoa that's present in the uh, in the chocolate. And when when I was at vet school and the, and the books at the time, you know, it always had, uh, you know, how much uh, chocolate is going to be poisonous to, to the dog. And what you need to do is work out whether there's white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, uh, cooking chocolate or cocoa powder. So so in the, as you go up and increase um, the, the amount of cocoa, uh, the amount of cocoa in the products would would increase. But today, you know, we've got a lot of different products out there, um, a lot of different chocolate bars, and and the uh, and the chocoholics um, like a higher concentration of cocoa, and obviously that's a bit more problematic um, when we need to calculate how much uh, cocoa is in the chocolate bar. There's a variety of different chocolate calculators out there. There's one on on the Vets Now website in the UK, um, and uh, or you could just sort of work out how much cocoa was consumed. Um, but obviously, it's important to select the the weight of of, of the dog as as well. That's the that's the you know probably one of the most important things. As far as the the side effects that we see, we normally see like gastrointestinal signs um, with some my with some 
mild intoxication um, but obviously we can get cardiovascular signs and tachycardia and arrhythmias associated with that and going on to to neurological signs agitation to, to seizures so we do have to be sort of concerned about it and and obviously at this time of the year i suppose it's predominantly the amount of chocolate that's available and probably people leaving chocolate uh, um you know under trees or on the sides of tables where it is quite accessible um to uh to our furry friends who want to who want to ingest that so i suppose we just obviously need to need to be more uh, more cautious sort of with that I think the good thing is that with chocolate toxicity, at least most people are aware um, of the potential of it being toxic to dogs. So, so once um, there is evidence to suggest that a dog has eaten chocolate, that most uh, clients will come to the to the veterinary premises. And I'm sure uh, at the at the uh, Queen Miller Hospital, it's from the Royal Vet College, and in the in Hawkshead where we work, we'll get a lot of chocolate toxicities coming in over over this festive period so um nothing much sort of changes in the way that that we we treat these guys so as long as they're not necessarily showing any neurological signs and it's safe to do so um as in neurologically they're they're intact then we'd make them uh we'd, we'd give them a, a emetic uh such as apomorphine and and make them make them vomit and then obviously um depending on how long they've uh, uh or sorry but depending on whether they're showing any clinical signs um or or not um or have any arrhythmias then we we'll maybe just uh, package them off off home obviously it's good to tell the owners that things can uh, develop so you can still sort of get clinical signs that are delayed even up to a, a day later so um if people are concerned they can keep them with you but obviously at this time of the year normally people just want to uh, get their get their pets home if they're showing clinical signs and obviously it's good to keep them in and supportive care so whatever that that means whether we need to give them some fluids uh give them some benzodiazepines or or uh, or methocarbamol uh, like a, a muscle relaxants or even if they have arrhythmias thinking about giving them a beta block or something to decrease their their heart rate is uh, is advisable and obviously depending on the half-life of the beta blocker that you give you're probably going to have to leave the patients uh, inside um, with, with you for, for the for the duration until you're happy that the arrhythmia has has subsided after the after chocolate intoxication has has gone away um so you, there, there's nothing necessarily uh a, a, you know different about any toxicity um you can give uh, activated charcoal if if you wish and maybe one dose wouldn't necessarily be bad i suppose the important thing to remember with with uh, chocolate ingestion as though you know compared to other tox toxins chocolate because of the fat content will hang around in the stomach and the gi tract a bit a bit longer so as far as the sort of two to four hour mark or whatever you're told at vet school about when is a when is a good time to uh to, to not make an animal sick um, I think if if the patient has had a toxic amount of 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 chocolate, um, the the time doesn't necessarily matter as long as the dog's not necessarily showing clinical signs. So probably, uh, if it's safe to do so, I think I'll give it a, an emetic anyway. So that's that's uh, kind of uh, the the, uh, the the chocolate box, um, I suppose something something fitting. And just wanted to uh, um, just wanted to uh, you know have a have a final a final chat with you. And thank you very much for for listening. So this year we might try and sneak a another podcast in just before the the new year. There might be a little downtime. And if there is a little downtime for for you and your uh, and your and your family. 
we've uh, we've released uh, an RVC research podcast or restarting the the original, if you like, RVC podcast. So it started in two thousand seven to two thousand and ten. There are fifty episodes, and um, the last one being in two thousand and ten. So we recorded the fifty first episode after a, a seven year itch and um, and spoke uh, to Doctor or Professor Dirk Whirling um and uh, about his his career so we're trying to restart that um and see where we go with that so it's not uh, not nothing clinical necessarily um but just about research and the research that we're doing at the RVC um and uh, making the people a little more accessible and and also that they can tell their story and so no mention there might be a number of people interested in further research or getting into a career in research or even thinking about how one does that and so hopefully those uh, research podcasts would be a bit accessible to you and, and, and it's interesting to hear the story of how people get to get to where they where they are so as far as christmas goes if you're working many thanks for keeping the the pets in the country that you're working in safe over this period of time uh, if you're not working i wish you and yours a very merry christmas um, and if we don't manage to catch up next week uh, a happy new year to you as as well so many thanks for your time today uh, a very shorter burst of a, a podcast and thank you very much for listening don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your generic fruit-based device and that way you don't even have to worry about missing a podcast. We'd really be grateful if you could leave us a five-star review on, on Apple Podcast or whatever podcast provider you listen to this podcast on and don't forget to tell your friends um, and uh, um, and maybe vet friends but any other friends. Um, we'll place a link to the article that's said in the vet record in the, in the show notes and uh, so you just need to type in obviously clinical podcast into your search engine of choice and it should be top of the tree. As usual, if you have any comments or suggestions, get it, get in touch. So you can either follow me uh, at Dom Barfield um, or email me dbarfield at rvc.ac.uk. Until next time, Merry Christmas and bye-bye.